the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Partners in the Gospel. I'm your host, Chaim Goldman, The Watchman. On Partners in the Gospel, we talk with ministry leaders, pastors, other local community members, as well as national influencers who are making a kingdom impact. We are here on 100.7 FM, The Word, and also on podcast at the Word FM. 1007.com. And on today's program, we're talking about the Colorado Life Initiative. What is that, you say? You haven't heard of it? Well, you will today. This is actually a ballot initiative to protect life uh, that is looking to get on the 2024 ballot here in Colorado. And we have two guests representing the initiatives in segment one, Faye Barnhart, co-proponent of the Colorado Life Initiative. And in our second segment, Christine Curl, who is a task Force member. So, Faye Barnhart, welcome to Partners in the Gospel. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's great to have you here. A little bit about Faye. Faye has been a women's advocate since the late 80s who raised her own children as a single mother. And she has helped countless women who have been victimized by sexual assault, partner violence, abortion, and through overwhelming challenges while pregnant. And she, along with her other co-proponent, is responsible for the fact that they are now taking signatures to place this Colorado Life Initiative on the Colorado 2024 ballot. It won't involve the legislature. It won't involve the governor. We, the people, will get to vote if we want to protect children from conception in our state. You you can probably figure out where I fall on that, on the side of that. But Faye, before we get into the initiative itself, give us your background. Why are you so passionate about preserving life and protecting life? Yes, well, I did start in the pro-life movement back in the 1980s and have since helped many, many women. And it was lovely to be able to help women, empower women to choose life for their children, to be able to have that as an option. And I saw the effects on women uh, based on their decision and what they chose and how it changed the trajectory of their lives. And so I began in prayer. Um, Angela, my co-proponent, and I began in prayer on a weekly basis two years ago in spring 2021, and we began to search Scripture, and we found that all the answers we need are right there in Scripture. God's already told us what we need to do about it. And so the Lord has put it on our heart to put this forward and to ask our state and, and to call the church, the people of God, if my people are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray. Um, we're really talking to the church that we would repent for ourselves and our state to make a difference. So if you listen to the dominant messaging about abortion, it's uh, characterized as a women's issue. It's even characterized as a woman's health choice. Even some uh, say it's a religious right. Uh, and 
so many in the church have either decided that this is correct or decided to just stay neutral on the issue. But as someone who's been involved in this for decades, what are the the actual impacts of abortion on our society? Well, this is a moral issue. Um, This is not a political issue. This is a moral issue. We're talking about the very basic right to live the very rights that you and I have that are protected by the 14th Amendment of the United States Constitution also apply to our posterity, which are our preborn children. And we have people who aren't here today that God has tried to bless our communities with, our churches with, and our and our world with that are not here because we have rejected that blessing from him. And that affects generations. Women are currently exploited and and used uh, 81% of women who experience electively losing a child experience terrible psychological consequences including rage anxiety depression even suicidal tendencies men are affected churches are affected communities are affected we're not the same uh, this does not help anyone in our society and we've found out actually that most women who make this decision, it's not necessarily their decision, is it? There are exterior exterior forces that are putting pressure on them. Over half of women say they're coerced, that they did not want this. And 73% of women say that they did not know there were other options. And there are other options. They need to hear that loudly and clearly. There are pregnancy care centers, there are churches, there are modern adoption agencies, all at no cost to a woman will come alongside and help her with individual needs and walk alongside her so she doesn't have to do this alone. And that exists here in Colorado now, those yes, those, those options? Absolutely. At least 44 pregnancy care centers alone, plus churches and modern adoption agencies. So since Roe versus Wade was passed, um, there have been about 65 million uh, approximately abortions in America. There are still at this point in Colorado about 1,000 a month. Yes, of babies that are that are being elected to be aborted. Um, this all happened on the on our watch. This all happened, you know, with the church supposedly active and caring in society. What are ways that that we as believers that the church uh, can come and support life uh, here in Colorado around our nation? Yes. So first of all, pray. That's extremely important. This is a spiritual battle. We need to pray. We can come alongside women. We can help women to um, know that they have help, that they have support, they have friends. It's really important for men to uh, let a woman know that he, whoever the man is, a pastor, a deacon, a cousin, and an uncle, um, if at least one man in her life will say that uh, he supports her and this pregnancy she's most likely to carry. You, there are also healing groups for women who have um, experienced the elected termination of a pregnancy to go through that grief process. And so in our churches, we can come alongside and we can protect these women and men, educate, um, let them know about fetal development. These children have fingers and toes and faces and heartbeats and brain waves and can feel pain before they even enter fetal development. And we need to be truthful. We need to speak the truth in love and be honest and that God's grace is bigger than any sin we could have committed, including this one. So this Colorado Life Initiative uh, is you're looking to have it on the ballot in uh, Colorado in 2024. You're currently taking signatures. Um, 
Tell us some of the main points of the initiative. What should people know about it, including what is it going to take to get it on the ballot? What is it going to take to make it law? Yes, so this life initiative protects children from intentional mutilation and death beginning at conception until adulthood. So what it's going to take is all of us working together. We're trying to build a wall of protection for these mothers and their children across our state through our congregation and as individuals. And so we need 125,000 signatures on the official paper petition ballot. This is not online. This is a physical paper ballot initiative. And so we need physical signatures. And all we're asking is for someone to, you know, each person could just circulate one petition and there is room for 40 signatures per petition. Everybody pretty much knows 40 people. So you take and circulate this petition, get signatures from people you know or people you don't know. And with 125,000 of those, it comes on the ballot. We just need 20% more churchgoers to vote for life for this to pass. And we just need 50% plus one vote for this to become law. It does not need the legislature. It does not need the governor. It just needs you and I to, for one signature, one vote, and we can stop this Holocaust in our state. Mm. Now, you say, even though this is a ballot initiative, you continue to say it's not political. <laughs> what, what, what do you mean by that? What is your, what is your strategy uh, for doing this? This, uh, if passed, would effectively ban abortion in Colorado. So this this is a moral issue, and this is God's people being obedient to God's word. He's already told us, rescue those who are perishing. He's already said that we need to be a voice for the voiceless and that we need to repent of this and, and really turn to him as our God. And so we are not approaching this from a political standpoint. We are approaching this that only God's people, only the church, have been given the promise by God that the gates of hell will not prevail against us. So we cannot delegate this to anyone else. We as church leaders, as pastors, as believers, as teachers, need to teach the whole counsel of God and do as Jesus commanded in the Great Commission, teaching them to observe everything that I have commanded. So that's our calling, and that's what we need to do. And the result of that is that when we live biblically in every area of our life, we also vote biblically, and so we vote life. And so that will just be the outpouring of these efforts to pray and educate and mobilize the people of God. Well, this is certainly a big battle around the country. There was uh, just in Ohio, um, they just institutionalized abortion into their constitution. So here in Colorado, actually, this is the first state uh, that decriminalized it. It started here, and you're seeking to uh, to make a correction on that this many years later. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, we were the first ones to legalize abortion. We can be the first ones to really stand for life and make a difference. Okay. Well, for more information on the Colorado Life Initiative, their website is gotaheart.org, gotaheart.org. And you're actively right now taking signatures so that people can find out where to pick up petitions, where to sign petitions, how to take them. You're working through church networks specifically, yes? That is correct. We have regional teams across the state and churches participating across the state. If you or your church have not heard about this, you can contact us on our website, gotaheart.org, and we will connect your church so you can be a part of this movement. Okay. Faye Barnhart, co-proponent of the Colorado Life Initiative. Thank you for joining us on Partners in the Gospel today. Thank you so much for having me.
Well, when we return, we are going to be talking to Christine Curl, who is a task force member of the Colorado Life Initiative. And 37 years ago, she had a choice to make. And uh, she's going to tell her story when we return. I'm Chaim Goldman, the Watchman, and we'll be right back on Partners in the Gospel. Stick around. We're talking about life. Hi, this is Chaim Goldman, the Watchman, new host of Partners in the Gospel on The Word, 100.7 FM in Colorado Springs. Would you like to suggest a ministry leader, pastor, or other member of our community who is making a true kingdom impact to be a guest on Partners in the Gospel program? Maybe even suggest yourself. Well, we'd love to hear from you. Please call me, Chaim Goldman, at Salem Media Group at 719-388-0386. That's 719-388-0386. Welcome back to Partners in the Gospel. I'm your host, Chaim Goldman, the Watchman, and we are continuing to talk about life, very specifically the Colorado Life Initiative. You may not have heard of it until today, but it is a hopeful uh, ballot initiative for the 2024 ballot here in Colorado that would protect children from conception, effectively banning abortion here in the state. And uh, we just finished up a great interview with co-proponent Faye Barnhart uh, about about the initiative itself. In this segment, we are talking to Christine Curl, task force member of the Colorado Life Initiative. Christine, welcome to Partners in the Gospel. Thank you for having me. Abortion is a very personal, very, very personal decision that many women choose to make. And 37 years ago, you had an unplanned pregnancy, and so you dealt with this yourself. Please tell us your story because so many people try to make this lifeless Try to make it just that it's a that these these children are just a bunch of cells in a womb and it's a woman's health issue and there's no life there. But this became very personal for you 37 years ago. Tell us your story. Yes, I was 22 years old, graduated from college on a great career path, and I find myself with an unplanned pregnancy. Um, this I knew was not God's exact plan for me because I had. Uh, been born and raised Catholic. Uh, I had uh, tried to follow all of these commandments, and here I am uh, finding myself in this situation. So the shame, uh, the pride of thinking of who all I'm going to have to tell, and um, just realizing that um, I had to make some important decisions. I arrived at a Planned Parenthood to get this pregnancy test done because I heard, had heard this is a place where you can go to get that kind of thing done. Uh, two days later, when the they uh, had me come back in for the results, um, a young lady by the name of Kelly lets me know that the test came back positive. I am pregnant. Well, I burst into tears. There's a lot of emotion at that point. Um, you had been, you think about it, you think how life could be if that is the case. You think about it and um, what the options are. So she presented me with seeing my reaction, uh, the abortion option, and said that I could then get on with my life. And boy, I, you know, the, the words sound very easy. It's definitely the easy path, but 
I was having a flashback to um, my high school youth group where they had shown us uh, a presentation about this new law that had been passed, uh, Roe versus Wade, about uh, this thing called abortion that you could legally kill your child uh, in the womb. And uh, they showed us a slide. Uh, This was prior to computers and PowerPoint presentations. And this slide shows uh, an index finger of an adult and laying next to that index finger was an arm with a perfect little hand of an aborted baby. And so I knew right away this simple word of abortion that she was offering as a solution was not something that I could do because I knew I would be killing my child. Uh, I left in tears uh, but knew that I had to uh, have this baby and somehow the Lord would provide. He, He gave me that grace. I was able to uh, share this with those that I needed to and uh, had a beautiful baby girl. And I ended up marrying the the father of my child. And uh, unfortunately, it wasn't uh, the best of marriages. But nevertheless, uh, now 37 years later, that daughter of mine was able to bless me with three beautiful grandchildren. And it was when I held that uh, first uh, son that she had in my arms, that I recognize God's beautiful plan for our lives. Even if it's unplanned for us, he allowed me to become pregnant. That was his plan. And with that, I I clearly um, understand and can relate to women in that agonizing moment. And it is an agonizing moment, whether you know right from wrong or believe it's a child or not, you are standing at the edge of a cliff. And and um, I, I want to reach out to these women, uh, even if they have had to make that hard choice of, of having to abort their baby, um, that there is healing for that. God can forgive that. Um, and I personally think about that moment 37 years ago, almost every single day, and I had my baby. But I I just want to be able to share that, um, that there are some beautiful resources, as Faye explained, for those who want to make other choices. The Pregnancy Resource Centers are there. Uh, the adoption uh, option, I know several couples who would love to adopt a baby. Uh, and adopting is not giving up your baby. It's placing your baby in a home filled with love. And so we want to make sure to um, offer that for for women on both sides of this difficult choice. Well, thank you for sharing that, of course, very personal story. And you've told me that ever since you've been involved really in the life movement. But what specifically attracted you to the Colorado Life Initiative? There have certainly been other initiatives that have been out there and in other states. But what is it about this that caused you to want to join, become a task force member? It is because, first of all, the foundation was 100% God's word, God's truth, that a just law is one that God can bless. And these other initiatives of, you know, let's stop uh, having allowing abortion at a heartbeat or after 20 weeks or 22 weeks, uh, which isn't passing in our state anyway. And so I realized, oh my gosh, number one, that is foundational. That opened my eyes. Secondly, 
was education. They were showing me the facts about what they don't tell you about abortion, facts about the abortion procedures, facts about scriptural passages that, that God has laid out this plan uh, for us and how to fight evil, because this is evil. Uh, human sacrifice is evil. And so as Christians, it is our duty as citizens to make sure that just and good and godly laws are passed. Uh, we have to protect the people that God has created. And I saw all of these things coming out in this initiative. It was like the scales were falling off my eyes. And yet I had worked in this pro-life movement for 37 years because it became near and dear to my heart because of my situation. So this is what was so beautiful about uh, offering uh, this to the people, but also that they're being educated in the churches. We're starting with God's own people because we too have been deceived. Uh, 50% of Christian women are having abortions. Uh, and it's because the word has been manipulated. It's not describing what is truly happening, which is the dismembering, the, the, the scalding, the poisoning, the, the stabbing of a living human being, even though we may not be able to see that little one. So right now the petition is getting signatures, uh, seeking have to have 125,000 valid signatures in order to get in the ballot. And then you're going to have to get 50% plus one of the electorate in November to pass it into law. Other than people um, signing the petition, what are ways that, that they can get involved um, after going on, I'll say the website, gotaheart.org, gotaheart.org, and find out more. What are different ways that people can get involved? Well, first of all, go to your pastors. Speak to your pastors about this and, and starting the process of that educating from the pulpit so that the people in the pews who are listening to their pastor hear and understand what the issue really is. It is a issue about protecting life, the life of the child, as well as of the mother. Women deserve better than abortion. Women deserve to have their baby. They are mothers. They are mothers. They are pregnant. And abortion ends a pregnancy in a very brutal way. Um, then from the education, getting these petitions into the hands of each of their members, one petition, as Faye said, 40 signatures. It is so doable and we can exponentially multiply these signatures. But if we do not get this on the ballot, there will be no vote. And between election cycles, 48,000 more Colorado babies have to die. That's how many we've lost since this last election cycle until next November. So please, we we must get involved uh, to, to defend life, especially uh, in the Christian community. Well, what do you think it's going to take for this to to win. And what, what would, what would you, I know that um, Faye talked about that this isn't political, even though it's on the ballot. Well, what does this mean to you as far, what is a win as far as you're concerned? Well, first of all, the win is first this piece of education that people begin to be aware of how we've been deceived uh, by the rhetoric of, of, of covering up uh, calling abortion reproductive health. Health doesn't make anybody whole. So this education piece is huge in being able to reach 
the Christian and getting them involved in this process. We have been lax for too long. Uh, it is uh, on our watch that this has occurred for the last 50 years with just Roe versus Wade and even longer than that here in Colorado. Um, and the bloodshed just has to stop. The suffering can be stopped um, with following God's law. And of course, getting this law in oh in, <laughs> it, 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 it well first getting it onto the ballot that is the first right. win and the second one is getting the vote getting this passed in november of 2024 but but of course this is about hearts and minds because law laws aren't going to end abortion it's when we decide as a society that we are done with this that this isn't good this isn't healthy for us and that we as the church need to stand up Christine Curl, thank you so much for being on Partners in the Gospel today. My pleasure. Thank you. For more information about the Colorado Life Initiative, please go to gotaheart.org. That's gotaheart.org. I'm Chaim Goldman, the Watchman, and you've been listening to Partners in the Gospel on 100.7 FM, The Word. Catch all of our episodes and podcasts on our website, thewordfm1007.com. Now, get out there, my brothers and sisters. Make a true impact for the kingdom here in Colorado for life for such a time as this. Shalom. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.